This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 38. And uh, this is an interesting podcast because uh, although Andy is ready, he has his mic on, his headphones are on, he is here, he's sitting in front of his computer ready to record, unfortunately, we're just not going to use him, just like the Rangers have with some of their players, just dressed, ready to go, but we're not going to use it because we have just been told that we can harvest another $10,000 towards the cap. So Andy is not allowed to talk. And the Rangers will increase their cap space with uh, Andy's absence on the podcast. So, um, yeah, we're that's that's really where I'm at right now. Uh, I gotta ask Andy, how are you doing, my friend? Do good, <laughs> if say too many word count against podcast cap. So me keep short. Uh, I'm doing good. I, what a, oh my God. I, I, it's very hard to describe the roller coaster. Although I'm sure we don't have to describe it to most fans of this podcast. Cause I'm sure you've all felt it. Just what the, the absolute shit show of a roller coaster. The last few days have been for the New York Rangers. And honestly, for most teams around the league, um, between, uh, trade rumors and salary cap implications and, injuries and playoff races it's been absolutely insane uh and there's so much to cover uh so i really don't know where to start james so i'm just gonna let you steer the ship on this one uh you tell me where what you want to talk because there's so many things to talk about uh and i don't know if we have enough time to cover it all in one podcast today but uh yeah, yeah. it's uh, the ball's in your court my friend you tell us wh- where we're going with this one um, let's start with something that we could uh, briefly just touch on and then kind of move on to something bigger and juicier. Um, the New York Rangers losing streak has finally come to an end. They tie their season high of a losing streak of four games. It hasn't been pretty. This is an interesting time because the roster is getting tinkered with. Uh, players have obviously um, you know, left the locker room. There's a lot of buzz with uh, you know, Patrick Kane talk, but I, I really just want to ask you, do you buy that this has been a distracting and kind of weird time in the locker room? So that's why the New York Rangers haven't been playing their best hockey during this, uh, you know, five game stretch, really? Yeah, I absolutely buy that. Um, I think they asked, I forget who they asked about it. Maybe it was Gallant in not the before the Washington game, but um, a few games ago. And like, you know, he kind of downplayed it, but I feel like most of the beat writers were intimating that it was clearly having an effect. I mean, especially you're about to start a game and all of a sudden it's like they're sitting two of your players. Uh, and you know what I mean? I just, it it's, felt, it, I mean, if so you look bizarre. at this team outside of tonight against the Kings, the last few games, they've looked like they've been looking ahead. You know what I mean? But uh, unfortunately, if your mind is elsewhere in the National Hockey League, especially against teams that are trying to get into the playoffs, 
you are going to lose. And that's basically what happened to the Rangers in this little uh, slump they had, which got broken uh, tonight against the LA Kings. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think ever Rangers, Rangers fans, Rangers management, the coaching staff, I think people were couldn't wait to get to the intermission so they could check their phones to see what was going on. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree. And, and I kind of agree with you to uh, an extent with the locker room because it, because it is weird. You have players on this team that are not going to be moved at the deadline, obviously key pieces, you know, your Panarins, your Igor, you know, Mika, but at the same time, it's like, how do you have, you know, that type of leadership in the locker room knowing that, you know, we've all seen, you know, off is gone. Decision's going to get waived. You know, they got to waive so-and-so. They got to get rid of this guy. You know, Goudreau should go. You know, it's it just, there's so many distractions, so many different scenarios that New York Ranger fans have been throwing online. Um, and, and, you know, the players are not stupid. They know what's going on. I'm sure they have a better idea what's going on, you know, than we do. Uh, it's distracting for us. Even during the Capitals game, I was kind of more concerned about you know, who, who's going to get waived and, and, uh, you know, who was going to make room for, you know, Patrick Kane's cap space. So, yeah, I mean, to say the collective New York Rangers community was distracted is an understatement. And I kind of don't blame everybody. And it's an exciting time. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I agree with you. This stretch here, um, although not our best hockey, definitely, is happening at the worst possible time with the distractions and our lackluster play. You know, we're certainly on a downtrend. Um, but you know, hopefully this win after, you know, this win tonight against the Kings of another feisty team that's desperate for points, you know, hopefully, um, you know, that gets kind of back on track and, and we can be grounded going into this week, which Andy, I, I don't expect this to be any better than it, than the weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I, where where do we go from here now? Man, I, you know, <laughs> it's it's tough to know. I mean, so <sighs> nice little bounce back and crazy, crazy. Basically, the the Rangers needed a bounce back in the worst way uh, tonight. Right, we're recording this right after the LA Kings game, and for a whole slew of reasons, uh, obviously one. Their focus has been elsewhere. They need every player was harping the same thing after the blowout against Washington. They need to get back to basics, yada yada. Get back to the small details. Okay, great. Uh, then you find, but we know Lind- Lindgren gets hurt against the Washington Capitals. Still no update on him, although he wasn't put on L- uh, long term IR, which is good because if they could do that to get K- Patrick Kane on the team tomorrow, they would. Uh, and today, pregame when interviewed about it. Gallant says, doesn't think it's serious. He's day-to-day right now. Which we know the Rangers have usually been less than forthcoming about injuries. But we also know that Lindgren is is um, like Wolverine. He's made of adamantium. So even though he left the game in a, with his arm in a sling, this might be a, a week-to-week thing, but not necessarily like his season is over. He needs surgery. Like he will most likely be back for the playoffs, which is good. Um, but so there's that. Then uh, Vitaly Kravtsov finally gets his wish. He is traded away from the New York Rangers to the Vancouver Canucks in order to make some salary cap room for the Rangers to acquire Patrick Kane. Uh, 
you know, they what they get uh it's crafts off it's crafts off to Vancouver uh for Will Lockwood in a seventh, right? Something like that. Which basically shows you just how little value crafts off had. I believe part of that is that uh a lot of teams believe he was a flight risk back to the KHL. And basically Vancouver is a place that's promising him, hey, 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 we're gonna we're gonna give you top six ample playing time. We're gonna suck. We're stripping it down to the studs. You will play. Our coach is not gonna jerk you around because we know you're gonna run back to the KHL. So uh but clearly, you know, teams also know Drury was looking to shed his salary to try to make room for Patrick Kane. So you have no leverage. Much like you're hoping the Blackhawks don't have leverage in the actual uh trade for Patrick Kane deal. Correct. So, so to start this, I haven't even gotten to the start of this game yet. To start this game, uh, you know, Lindgren's hurt, but uh, Ben Harper is with the team. Uh, they call up uh, uh, Ryan Carpenter, which kind of fan, Ranger fans were kind of weirded out by that because there's like, well, we're trying to crew cap space for Patrick Kane. However, there's a rule in the CBA that if you are to, you have to have a 22. Uh, man roster as long as you're cap compliant and you have the space to allow it so they do that but how so they're forced to call someone up to have the the prerequisite amount of players rostered uh but how do they do this now without giving up cap space well that's that's you have to dress players for a game however if they do not take a shift in the game it does not count against the cap you have to play a single shift for it to count so is that real though that's I, I real it's real afraid of them getting hurt no that's real oh apparently my god i i believe that's real unless someone uh i was going back and reading on you know because literally if why would you dress a guy and have him on the bench and then go down literally which i'm foreshadowing here lose yet another defenseman and yet only choose to play for defenseman in the game well so i i i was listen i have no idea and i don't think really anybody has an idea i mean this this cap thing i think is getting exposed this might be worse than our tax code for this country (laughs) it's it's honestly like this is harder than getting your taxes done is figuring out you know what the hell is happening when a play you're telling me if a guy just doesn't play a shift his cap (laughs) doesn't affect you know, for you for that day. I mean, yeah, well, that's and then then uh, to illustrate that, that the reason uh, uh, what's his face is the old whoever who held the Iron Man, Tim, whatever his name is before. Um, before uh, Kessel and uh, Yandel. The oh. reason his streak ended is because he dressed for a game, but didn't take a shift in the game. And it ended because oh. it doesn't count as a game played. So you don't get salary. Wow. So, yeah. So unless someone else comes out and say this has been disproven, it's all bullshit. I'm pretty sure that's what Vince was tweeting out as was reached out to him by a few people. Um, uh, yeah, I, saw I think that confirmed. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm re- as we're saying, I'm reading more of this as known earlier below and confirmed by Arthur Staple. Oh, oh well, OK. I thought that was it, but apparently it also might be. It's not that to. It's to keep them healthy, but if they're hurt, they cannot. They're apparently both Schneider and Carpenter will be getting sent down to Hartford tomorrow. Paper transaction. Although Carpenter might might actually, 
I don't think Carpenter ever traveled up. I didn't see him on the ice or anything. Um, or no, they were on the bench. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're both going. You know, as a paper transaction, I believe they're both being sent down to Hartford, quote unquote, and then back up to make space for Kane once Kane gets signed to accrue the necessary cap space. So, but apparently, if they get hurt in the in the game, and they're you can't send them down. I don't. There's a lot of moving parts. Like you said, the tax code is probably easier to decipher. And now this this tweet I'm reading has been deleted. So maybe it's oh bullshit. my god. So, but well, so, somebody said, and I'll go with this one that that Schneider tomorrow will be sent down. Carpenter will stay on the team because the Rangers have to meet a quota of how many active players they have on mm-hmm. the roster. Yes. Then on they play Wednesday, so Wednesday. Carpenter will be sent down and Schneider will be recalled because Schneider has a larger cap hit than Carpenter. So they want Schneider down longer as long as possible. But now people are saying that there's a chance Miller could get suspended by the league, yeah. which then throws another whole loophole because then we're d- still down another man. And then I would Im- <laughs> I'd imagine, uh, uh, I don't know what happens at that point. I don't know what happens with the <laughs> suspension. If that still works, you know, if you know, it still goes against your cap. Um, if he's not getting paid and he loses, you know, a, let's just say he gets a game suspension. He loses that payday so i would imagine yeah but i think it still counts against the cap Ooh, because like we you know um so yeah and we didn't even get into that so uh that incident so um yeah i I, andy it's just this is this is literally like how can it not be a distraction yeah how can it not be that's tldr everything is distracting right now uh yeah so, all right. So, I guess from here, basically, um, all right. I'm like so. I'm so all over the place. Let's talk about the Keandre situation. Okay. Uh, uh, I never in a million years did I expect him to do something like that. But before and before, I will say before this, we let this ramp up for any speculation. Uh. Uh, Keandre Miller ejected from the LA Kings game during a scrum in the corner. He appears to spit at Drew Doughty, gets a match penalty for uh, spitting. Uh, after the game, when followed up with, um, the coach says, he says it's a mistake. He feels terrible. Uh, apparently, he connected with Drew Doughty and they squashed it. He said, told him it, was, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't intentional. You know, and apparently he said it was a good conversation. So take that for what it, what it will. You know, again, because Miller is not, you know, I think Ranger fans are, are have been harping on Miller to be more aggressive and more physical. You know, do do I think and I don't want to speculate ever on some what someone's intentions with something like that, because it looked, you know, kind of looked like he. It didn't look like he was trying to spit in his face, but it looks like he was kind of like, as he's coming towards, he just kind of spits. But It was a good loogie. It was a good one, yeah. But I don't know if it was a guy just pissed off and just spitting, you know. I don't think he was trying to hit him in the eye with his, his bodily fluids or anything, but, you know, I think it was kind of like when two, two guys are, you know, jaw jacking, they kind of spit or what, you know what I mean? I don't know. But again... It took me 
by complete shock. Yes, me too. Because literally everybody that I've spoken to regarding this situation says like, well, that's not that's not like him at all. He's always like kind of like an even keeled guy. Like, I wouldn't even say he gets like over emotional and, and yells really like and for him to spit. I, it, listen, it, he it was definitely a spit. They the refs made the right call because there's no other way around it. I mean, it was a loogie and it definitely hit Dowdy. Uh, obviously, intention to me that loogie was too big to be an accident. I almost think he just did it, and at the last second was like, "Motherfucker, what did I just do?" Yeah, I, see, I can see that too. And you can see afterwards when the camera and he's sitting by the bench, he kind of knows what's coming and. And, you know, obviously knows he made a mistake, but I just think it was like, sometimes you just do a weird reaction. And that was, yeah, this again, is not, this is not Brad Marchand licking a guy's face. No, yeah, and did, Brad, <laughs> did Marchand get suspended? Yes, he did. He did. I believe he did. Right. Oh, fuck. This is a match. I will say this. A match penalty uh, is automatically reviewed by the league. I think Gary, I, I, Someone told me Gary Bettman actually every single match penalty he is part of the review process, which I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, a lot of people are thinking it's one going to be one game. Miller has no prehistory, but it's spitting. So everyone everyone seems to think Miller is getting a, sussied for a game. Um, so this is just unbelievable. Uh, do the Rangers? You know, can the Rangers afford to basically drop their next game? Yeah, they can. It's fine. But it's just you don't want to put on the more everyone else is out there. I mean, on a, today was Jacob Trub's birthday. Happy birthday, Trubes. Uh And he played, what, 20, how many minutes tonight? 27 20 minutes, something crazy. Uh, yeah, him and Fox, I think, were insane. He minutes. played, Trub played more than Fox tonight. Jeez. And honestly, 29 I, minutes. I didn't. Trubo maybe had one bad pitch. How about Harper? 28 minutes. You know, and that's the thing. Uh, honestly, I will say this, because we're going to get into talking about the game. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll settle the, the smoke around the machinations of what's going on, and then we will talk about the game. But uh, yeah, basically, you want, it, it, you want to spread out ice time, because that just puts people more chances for them to get hurt. Especially... What's the old saying? It's like when you're playing not to get hurt is when you're going to get hurt. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but whatever. But okay. So that's what the Rangers are contending with. And that's what us as fans are contending with. Yet Patrick Kane still not here. But we do know Patrick Kane. I mean, listen, there's no more speculation. He's coming to the Rangers. We know this now, right? Is, is it, can I, am I he allowed to just can't come yet? That's all. He just can't come yet. But we know he's coming to the Rangers. What the final return will be. Who knows? I would imagine it's going to be uh, a second in Zach Jones and maybe something else. Maybe it's a, and honestly, you know, it might be a conditional. It might be a first next year, which I wouldn't be very happy with, but, uh, or maybe it's a, a conditional second that becomes a first if they win the cup or something or go to the ECF or make it to the ECF. I have no idea, but um, he's coming <laughs> and the Rangers are moving heaven and earth. Make, they're doing everything in their power to shed salary as fast as possible, waiving Lysician, keeping players on the bench, paper transactions, uh, trading away Vitaly Kravtsov, carrying less people so they can get him here. And I will say this, 
Patrick Kane, if you were listening, which you're not, but let's pretend you are. Um, the New York Rangers are literally, at this point, I know you want to come here. They are bending their backs at a 90-degree angle to make it work and get you here. So I hope to God you still, you know, that what we have saw, saw the last week is what you have. You have is more to come and left in the tank because right now you have Tarasenko, who still looks a little bit uh, getting acclimated floaty here and has not done much. So, uh, you know. This, I'm just saying that you better this better be worth it. All the all the hoops the Rangers are jumping through because I'll be very pissed. Because also their biggest rival and the uh, who the team they will most likely uh, match up with in the first round, the New Jersey Devils, have apparently but maybe not traded for Timo Meyer as as of the recording this on Sunday night. Uh, the trade is apparently in the works close to being finished, but not a done deal. And it's, it's hit a snag of some sort. So, um, yeah. So I'm just saying Patrick Kane, this better be worth it. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I know I've had my fair share of uh, New Year's resolutions talking about how I'm going to eat better and work out more and go for more runs and, hikes and go to the gym more, and that lasts all of a week and a half. I've actually found, though, that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. Uh, and in the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase, because even the smallest things can be a part of that big change, as long as it's something you do every day or use every day, like my Raycon earbuds. Raycon is a premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yes, Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy-now-pay-later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. On top of that, they have functions such as earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect and comfortable fit, and many more. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Well, 
Yeah, and a couple things here. Number one, this entire team needs to kind of wake up because it's like there's no more excuses for anybody. There's no more excuses for Patrick Kane. You're supposed to be healthy. You're supposed to be ready to go. You are one of the most dynamic forwards in the NHL for the last two weeks because you clearly made a statement that, you know, hey, I am healthy. That was all bullshit. I'm not, you know, my hip's fine. I am ready to go. I am ready to go to the contender and contribute. And, you know, the New York Rangers, listen, there's there's no more, you know, well, we need another top six. Like, the roster is set. Jory can put his feet up. Well, not really anymore. But, you know, essentially put his feet up and say, I gave the Rangers the best opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. Now, do I think the New York Rangers are a perfect team with Patrick Kane? Absolutely not. Do I think the New York Rangers have a chance to beat any team in the NHL in a seven-game series? I do. But things are going to have to go a lot better than how they're going right now. And even during that stretch where the New York Rangers were playing, you know, good enough hockey to get points consistently every single night, I don't even think that game's good enough to win you a Stanley Cup or even a round. They got to be damn near fucking perfect to beat the New Jersey Devils because the Devils, they play quick. They play aggressive and, you know, they're just going to beat you off the rush if you're not willing to back check and work hard and, you know, back check through the middle and pick up, you know, that late trailer because, you know, the Devils are not fucking around. They are expecting, you know, to go to a conference final. You know, obviously we see how good, you know, Carolina is. Carolina also, I guess, uh, you know, looking to add maybe defensive depth. Um, you know, the East is gearing up. Every team, every team is getting ready. Obviously, Toronto made their huge moves with, um, you know, O'Reilly and then uh, fucking Tampa Bay just right now. Uh, Janot on Nashville. They're sniffing around. So, you know, everyone thinks they're in it. Everyone thinks they have a shot. So for the New York Rangers to get Pat Kane and think, well, the East is just going to bow down, they're out of their fucking minds, Andy. Because in my eyes, I, I still think we're a middle-of-pack team, and it's going to come down who makes less mistakes in a seven-game series. So, um, yeah, but, you know, for us right now, I just, you know, I, I'm happy where we are, but we're all going to have to put in the work to, you know, get this done. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I, are you <clears throat> feeling a little bit more confident than I am going into the playoffs? Um, <clears throat> I'll say this. I. I like their performance tonight. I think it showed that they can pay attention to details. Um, I think you realize with the Lindgren injury and Mika uh, getting injured and, and leaving in the middle of the second period, just how razor thin the margins are and how thin your team really is. Even loading up with Troche, uh, you know, Tarasenko and uh, Patrick Kane eventually that just w- losing one player can make you feel an entirely different way about your team, you know, but I think at, at, with everyone who is on their uh, supposed to play available, I feel good about the team, but I mean, the East is a goddamn gauntlet bloodbath this year. The Rangers literally just 
blew out the team that is supposedly the second best team in the Pacific Division. And they didn't have... They were literally playing <laughs> down a forward and down two defensemen. And they blew their goddamn doors off. So, uh, yeah, you know, like, the East is a gauntlet. And right now, every team that is under the Rangers is gunning for the wild card spot. None of them want to lose. They're all winning games right now. Yeah. So every other day, it's like today, uh, it's like the Sabres won and they were in the playoffs. But now that then the Penguins won. So then they're back in the playoffs and the Islanders won. So they're still in their spot. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's just and Detroit, you know, beat the Rangers. That's another problem. I think the rain during this this and I've spoken about that during this Rangers we're locked into third, so we're disinterested stretch. They're playing a lot of teams that are trying to get into the fucking playoffs, so have a lot to care about. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, well, now we're into March, right? So like February's done. Like today was the last game of February. You play Wednesday, March first. You know we have a back to back against the Flyers, and then Thursday at home against Ottawa. Two very winnable games. You, know, you better win both those fucking you, games. Yeah, you better win both of those fucking games because you got Boston on Saturday, which is going to be a bloodbath, and then you got one, two, you got four days to rest. You know, you got Montreal, and then listen, look at this lineup, Andy. You have Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Washington, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. You have a weird game against Nashville, random. Then you got Carolina, Carolina, the Panthers, Blue Jackets. And then you finish the month off with the Devils and Buffalo. Like, literally, you know, the second half of the month, you're going to be playing playoff hockey. And I don't know if that's a good thing for the Rangers or a bad thing because the Rangers are going to be looking to, number one, stay healthy, and number two, you know, win hockey games. And Because, you know, before you know it, you know, you can say what you want about the lead right now, but they have the shit week against, the, you know, the Penguins. You're looking at a six point swing, and all of a sudden, we don't have a lead anymore, and we are in the wild card. So, the New York Rangers better not think like this is a lock and they've already clinched because we are so far from clinching. Yeah. It, it scares me. I'd almost rather play the Hurricanes, though, if I'm being honest, in the first round. It would be, it'd be easier on the soul for sure. Yeah, if it definitely. Was into Carolina. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, but it would obviously hurt. Um, but. Yeah, man, it's just it's a lot easy. It's a lot nicer when you're the team that's trying to make the playoffs for the first time. You make it and it's house money like last year. Once it's not house money anymore. Like, you know. Yeah, I can only imagine how how like how awesome slash sick Maple Leafs fans feel like their GM finally went for it and said, this is it like this is the the best I can do. And probably if this doesn't do it, like you're doomed and this is all over. You know what I mean? So luckily the Rangers, they're a younger team, so they will have other kicks at the the can, but uh, yeah, it's just, when are you going to have the collection that they, they are going to have on paper again, ever again in their history? You know, say what you will about aging curves and where players are at in their development, but the New York Rangers will never have a more talented roster 
on paper, period, and I'm including the 1994 New York Rangers in this, just in terms of talent, which, uh, which also is another thing that scares me is because I think you need a mixture of talent, but also high will. And I think this team at times has more talent than will. And that scares me. But, you know, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Um, I did want to, oh, I, before we do forget, though, like, it's been lost in how bad the Rangers have been. I did want to give Vin, Vinny Trocek his flowers as maybe the only good player in the Rangers over the last 10 games. Yeah. yeah. He's I, been amazing. He's got two goals tonight. Uh, he's been incredible. Obviously, still don't like the contract, but I think at this point, you look at the, the numbers he's been putting up this year and what he's done for this team, I don't think you can really be disappointed with his performance this year. I think he plays a good game. Uh, what is he? You know, what, what, what's, you know what? Let's pull up the stats for the year. So, yeah, he's got 44 points in 59 games. So... Yeah, and, and not only he's he's kind of like an energy guy. He's kind of like a high energy, um, you know. He's a feel good player. I feel like he's constantly working hard, and he his goals obviously are not always the most prettiest thing. I mean, today he's kind of had two fluky ones, but that that's the type of shit when you do the right thing, throwing pucks on net, just you know, hoping for a good bounce. You know, when you're working hard, you get rewarded with bounces, and that's just. That's just how he is right now. He's in a zone where he just can't feels like he can just kind of do whatever he wants at will uh, in terms of, you know, throwing pucks on net, you know, deflections, you know, just making the right play. And, you know, he's been, you know, the only bright spot, you know, over this last, you know, five games, really. Um, you know, you can maybe say today was a little bit better. We actually got a power play goal and, you know, maybe we start feeling good about ourselves. but. Man, oh man, it's like, uh, you know, it's like Jackal and Hyde with this team, and and you you go even a step deeper, it's like Jackal and Hyde with each player, you know. Some days you're like, is so and so playing? You know, is Tarasenko playing? Is Panarin playing? Keandre Miller playing? Is Igor even playing? It's just, yeah. you know, it, it's just so. I don't know, Andy. I'm yeah. just, you know, it's funny. When you just said like it's better when to play with house money, yeah. Watching this team, I almost feel like the, my expectation is that we're just going to get absolutely murdered in the playoffs. Yeah, but so again, uh, ten five games ago, I thought this team was going to be like an unstoppable battering ram. So you know we're we're a fickle bunch, and we we acknowledge that. And it it, it goes by the, the as the, the weather changes, so so do the fan base's feelings about the New York Rangers, which is understandable. Uh, I will say very heartened to see Igor Shesterkin's performance today. He was on it today and you could just tell in his body language and the way he was tracking pucks and just being decisive. The only literally, you know, the, the two, you know, gets beat off the rush once, but um, that first goal, you can't do anything about that. No. You know what I mean? It's in the air. A guy literally bats it from above the crossbar because a guy that doesn't tie a him up. High to you? Yeah, it looked, I thought it was over the crossbar, but whatever. But that's not important. Igor, what's important is that Igor basically was on his game and the way he was playing, sealing the ice and tracking it down low looked like the Igor I remember and love and not the Igor I've seen the last few games here for the Rangers. So 
he was dialed in today, made huge saves early on when they needed it. And uh, yeah, see, hopefully a, a good step into rebuilding his confidence this year. He's changed his hairstyle up twice this year to try to, to get the mojo back. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, obviously that's honestly for me at the end of the day, that's, so, you know, Patrick Kane and uh, Tarasenko and everyone healthy. Yeah, it's great, but it doesn't matter if the Igor is not on his game. So him being showing that, listen, I can still turn it on. That's all I really need to see. So right now, after that game, feeling a little bit better, understandable. Also, someone posted, I forget who it was on Twitter, posted like all the teams that won the cup that went through like towards the end of the season, like four game losing streaks. And they've all done it, basically. You know, it's a hard league. And you can, your focus, it's hard. No team in the league other than maybe the Boston Bruins this year, although they, they had a mini losing streak going into the, the All-Star break. You know, the Devils had what? They had like a six or seven game losing streak. Yeah. After going to, so it's going to have a bad 15 game stretch. Yeah. You know, they, they were bad to start and then they were on an absolute heater and then they had another little, it's going to happen. So, I mean, it's just obviously we're fans of one team. I mean, we we're hockey fans, but you know what I mean? Like we only root for one team. So, and it's also, a you week. feel like you're alone, even though every, every fan of every team goes through this. Well, yeah. And it's just coming in a bad week. Like all eyes are on New York Rangers. Well, that's the thing is that you want everyone to be like, although we're coming off of literally everyone literally being all over the Rangers. Like, oh my God, this team, Truba threw the helmet and then they're now they're a machine. They can't be stopped. They're adding Tarasenko. They had Patrick Hay. They're, you know, and then it's just like the hype gets too much. And you're like, yeah, yeah, dial it back. All right. They're still, you know, but still a lot of hockey. You just have to hope that they're trying to save some of it for the playoffs and that's been my you know this james i've been blabbering all year how my my little pet theory is that the rangers are not giving 100 percent effort because they're trying to they don't want they're so afraid of running out of gas like they did before so we well, well she'll see if that's the case from that to now having to play 30 minutes of hockey for our defenseman every night so yeah uh not but not so bad oh do, is the did, did we finally get the return? Is it official? Sorry, I want to see if the. Uh, are we talking about the Devils trade here? Yeah, Muka. Um, let's see. I mean, I'd hope they give up. Mercy. Apparently, Fabian Zetterland, uh, Muka Hamadoulin. Up oh, trade. The trade call's done. Team of Myers officially the New Jersey Devil final trade. So the Devils get Timo Meyer with fifty percent salary retained. Scott Harrington from San Jose, San Jose, San Jose in return receives Fabian Zetterland, Andreas Janssen, uh, Nikita Otiuk, Shakir Mukahamadoulin, a 2023 first rounder and a 2024 Whoa. conditional first. That's a fucking haul, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I mean, oh, God bless the devils. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts I- on that? I feel like that's a slight overpayment there, but uh, that's. I wonder if the condition is whether or not Timo signs with them. It has to be, because uh, I saw earlier that that wasn't going to be part of the deal. They better um, hope they can. They can. Yeah, I. I mean, listen. I'll say this: the Devils didn't give up Holtz. 
and they didn't give up, obviously they didn't give up Dawson Mercer. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because I'm reading online now and some people are like, Mike Greer is a joke, worst GM, he got fleeced. And some people are like, this is really steep for the devils. They overpaid. So, which probably means it was a good trade for both sides. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Timo Meyer is an amazing player. And if they can lock him up again, that's great. But I do, I will say this. Uh, I think this is one of those trades where I actually think I'm higher on some of those prospects that New Jersey gave up than maybe the general populace. Not a lot of them are named Poppy. So they're way, they're, they took, I think Greer took more uh, lottery tickets because if they hit, the return can be way greater. But that being said, you I wonder, know, I, I want to know if he had just said, know. give me, I just want, if you said, just give me Holtz and two firsts, like no conditions, maybe you should have just done that. But oh, I mean, listen, they have a conditional. I don't know what the condition on the 2024 first rounder is, but. Uh, that's a that's a good haul. I think it's a good haul. You know what I mean. But Timo is a great player, and they retain fifty percent of his goddamn salary. So I don't. Know, everyone, I see a lot of people saying Mike Greer. They think Greer still got fleeced on this one. I don't, I don't think it. so. Zetterlin's good, man. I think he's a good player. I'm curious to know what any other offers were though around the league. For that's Jeremy. me too. Because Carolina announced that they were out on him today, so I'm curious to see how much Carolina was willing to give. I mean, Devils, I, I don't, well, two things here. Number one, obviously, I think Timo Meyer, given that he is Swiss, wanted to go with, you know, uh, you know, uh, Heischer and uh, what's the other guy? Sounds like a German last name that I just learned that he was Swiss as well. Zetterland? No, Siegenthaler. Oh, Jonas Siegenthaler, yes. Uh, he wanted to go play with them. And then number two is... You know, listen, it's I feel like this has been in the works for a long time. So I don't know if the Devils kind of just thought like they're in a Ranger situation with Pat Kane where Timo wanted to go to the Devils so bad. So they kept on, you know, you know, uh, you know, throwing out low ball offers to try to, you know, get this done as quick as possible. But uh, no, right now, if I'm a Sharks fan, I'm kind of thrilled with this. Especially, you know, listen, the Devils could go far in the playoffs. I would imagine that conditional 2024 first round pick is conditional on how far the New York or the New Jersey Devils go. You know, if they win or, you know, if it's like, you know, they go to the Eastern Conference final and and they definitely could do that. I don't know, man. I, I feel like the Devils got robbed, you know. I, I yeah, I'd be happy with that as a Sharks fan. Yeah, I mean, you're clearly I, trying to rebuild now. Yeah, I mean, the more I look at it, I think it's a good trade. Again, uh, I think it's one of those things the Devils have the benefit of having or, until until this trade having one of the the deeper prospect pools in the league where they like much like the Rangers last year where they could just afford to start giving players up. You know what I mean? Right. Like they still have Holtz, they still have Luke Hughes, they still have Nemich. Uh. You know, so it's fine. <laughs> they're, they're, it's fine. So it's it's fine. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, they can get Timo Marr, which is they need. They need a big body who can also is awesome. And that's what Timo Meyer is. So, yeah, they got scarier, which is great. 
and uh, yeah, the Rangers, uh, unfortunately, have to go up against about that. And at first, I would say, you know, the one saving grace was that, you know, the Devils are maybe a smaller, less stout team and less scrappier team, so they could be physically overwhelmed. But now they have a guy who has a big body and can play that game. So it works out good for them. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but uh, again, all the Rangers can really do is worry about their own team. So, um, and yeah, uh, I mean, uh, there's no telling if, I guess we're hoping Patrick Kane will be a New York Ranger by the time our uh, next episode comes out on Thursday, but there's no knowing that. So at this point, who knows what else is going to happen? So, ugh. I, uh, Andy, I, you know, before we Get end the headache. podcast, I, I, <laughs> I, I do want to say that the, Carolina Hurricanes, I guess, are showing interest on Kevin Hayes and JT Miller. Really? Mm, I mean, I, I'm just reading, reading some random shit, but uh, that. Yeah, that's... I mean, they're still, you know, I mean, obviously Meyer was the biggest fish, but uh, when you think about it, it's like Chickren still hasn't been traded. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Gavrikov still hasn't been traded, right? Uh, yeah. So there's um, some still names floating out there. Yeah, and I, it'll be it. This is going to be a wild, wild week. I will say this: I don't remember the last time all the trades got done before the trade deadline, which I love. I love it instead of trying to do it at the last minute. Right. Well, I think a lot of teams had to kind of play, you know, a little 4D chess here to get a lot of the shit to work, you know? Um, and the fact that the parity in this league this year is, is crazy, you know? Everyone feels like they have a chance to win the Stanley Cup, especially from the East. I mean, I don't remember a year, let's go through it real quick, where you have the Carolina Hurricanes are going to make probably a, a bigger move. They haven't made a move yet. We have New Jersey, the New York Rangers, Carolina, all thinking they can win a Stanley Cup. Boston, Toronto, and Tampa Bay still thinking they they can win a Stanley Cup. I'd say that the two wildcard teams coming from the East, those organizations aren't being run really thinking they can win a cup, but they're more like, maybe we can make a move to get into the playoffs. I guess I think it's meaningful for our franchise, especially, you know, a team like Buffalo and Detroit, who's, you know, missed um you know i think they have you know detroit went after that huge streak i mean they they haven't made it in a while and buffalo obviously hasn't made it i think i think they're the worst they have the worst drought in the league so yeah um you know and then out west i feel like anybody any of those teams could win i mean you know shit winnipeg uh is going at it so yeah i don't know man it's, this is going to be a uh, a wild, wild week um, with every team, all these teams really thinking that they can make a move and, and, and potentially win the Stanley Cup. So, you have anything else, Andy? Nope. Um, yeah, it's just, like I said, I just cannot wait for this Patrick Kane saga to be over. Uh, just so it feels like once he is finally here, even if in Lindgren's injured for the time being, whatever it is, or any injuries or future unseen for circumstances, at least the Rangers can say, 
like you had mentioned earlier, James, this is Chris Story can say, this is the team Turk. Do it as you will. Like just go forward. I mean, we already saw they moved Tarasenko up to play with Kreider Mika clearly, despite the fact that he was playing with Panarin and Trocek. It's basically to foreshadow that Patrick Kane's going to slot in right next across from Panarin. And as you all imagine, he would. So I'm just ready for it to be done with. And so the Rangers can hopefully just get through their remaining games here. Um, you know, you know, win a healthy number to just maintain their spot, not win them all because that's impossible. Uh, and yeah, and then I get to worry about the playoffs. But, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm worrying about the playoffs, but as as I'm watching, you know, these injuries and, you know, Mika blocking shots and not putting weight on his leg, and it's just I'm realizing, like, there's still plenty to worry about in the NHL regular season, and I'm over it. I just want them to – Patrick Kane to join the team, and then uh, we can look forward. But I will say this. If slash when they do get him and the first time you see him in that uh, blue jersey, it's going to be pretty cool. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.